0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning Mishnah's Arla, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Dalid, and Mishnah Hay. Elin Mishdair Boshoresh. This is continuing in the discussion of our previous Mishnah where you have a tree that gets uprooted. However, one root remains rooted to the ground, Potter, That tree is exempt from Arla because we assume that the tree draws all the nourishment, enough, and enough nourishment to survive from that one root. Vikami has showersh, and therefore the obvious question is well, how thick does that root have to be? What if it's a tiny puny little root that clearly is not going to sustain the entire tree? So obviously it's butter, there has to be a size. How big is it? Regular Omer Ish Bartusa well, it can be kind of puny. It seems like like the thickness of a stretching needle, which seems to be everyone knew what a stretching needle was that they used when they when they uh, wove fabric together. And as long, as long as it's as thick as a stretching needle, then it is enough to say that the tree, despite the fact that every other root has become uprooted, the tree is drawing uh, nourishment from the ground, and therefore, and therefore, it's not subject to arlo. The Chaz Nish points out that our Mishnah, he believes is actually talking about a grapevine and not a full-fledged tree. What leads him to believe that? Well, we'll see in the next Mishnah. Mishnah it's already there talking about a grapevine. So the Chorah, you know, he's going to tie it together. Elish and Akar Uvo Brecha. So this comes to a technique we saw we learned, I believe it was and that was someone who layers a branch. What the person would do is they take a tree and you bend one of the shoots of the tree into the ground and then... And then when it's in the ground, um, it start, it's buried in the ground, it develops its own roots. And then eventually, once it develops its own roots, you sever this branch, you bend it into the ground from its original tree, and now you have a brand new tree. Well, our mission is going to tell us that if, in the event when you do this, the moment that you sever the connection from the original tree, it's as if now you've planted a brand new tree in this uh, layered branch, let's call it, and that the Arla clock kicks in, begins from the moment you sever it from the original tree because at that point it's no longer gaining and, and drawing sustenance from the original tree and so you have to start the Arla clock then. Therefore, if a person has a tree that's over three years old, not sub to Arla, and there's a layered branch attached to it, and that layered branch is drawing sustenance from it, so again, in the event that the tree is All attached. You have one tree, number one, 10 years old, not subject to Arla. And attached to it is a branch which then you layer into the ground so that it can grow its own uh, roots and eventually you can sever it. Well, so long as you have not severed it yet, we assume it's drawing its sustenance from the original tree. And therefore, it's not either subject to Arla, even if fruits are growing from it. However, once you sever the connection, then we look at it as a new tree. Says our Mishnah, what happens if the original tree gets uprooted? Well, in that sense, we what essentially happens is we've reversed the whole thing. Now, the only point of connection to this tr- to this the from the ground to this tree is from this brecha, from this layered branch. And when did that brecha, when did this layered branch get connected to the ground? Within three years. Which means now that this layered branch is now subject to Arla immediately, but also the original tree. as if as, as, It's as if the original tree was only planted just now when it when, uh, when it was planted, when the brecha was layered. So, what essentially happens now is you have this old tree that now has a new clock that kicks in for Arla. So, again, you have Elish brecha. If you have a tree that's beyond three years old, that you have a, root, a branch from that tree that's layered into the ground, and then the original tree gets. Detached. It gets detached. The old tree now becomes like the branch that's layered, and the new Arla clock kicks in now. And here's a very interesting, interesting case. You may have to picture this. What if a person has a tree? And year number one, he layers it into the grounds. Now you have two trees essentially. He doesn't separate, you have two trees now growing each one rooting in its own place, you no. Know? And then the next year he layers it again, the next year he layers it again. So after several years, you have a series of layered branches almost looking like an orchard of trees, but they all are connected to the original tree. They just happened to go into the ground and have their own roots. And then the Nivzika, the original tree gets severed. Mon Mishash Nivzika. We now look at all of these branches, all these trees, as if they were just planted for the first time because the original tree, which it was drawing sustenance from, is no longer attached to the ground. There is another technique, uh, not layering, but we mentioned yesterday and also previously in Kalayim and elsewhere, of grafting. Sipak hagafanim, if a person takes a grapevine that's attached to a grapevine and they graft it onto another grapevine, the Sipak and they graft that onto another one. Even if then he goes and layers it into the ground, So you can imagine he's layering, he's grafting, he's doing all these things. Mutter, it's all permitted. There's no provision of arla because it's all still attached to the original, the original grapevine, and therefore we look at it as, as it, as it look at it as if it's gro- drawing sustenance from there. So then it's not subject to arla. Rameer Omer, well, says Rameer, that's actually not so true. You can only play this game so long as you can really be sure that it's drawing sustenance from the original grapevine. But after you layer it enough and you start and you start uh uh, grafting it enough, So in the event, you say, I, it's still, the, the, the vines are thick enough that it's clearly drawing its sustenance from the original tree, from the parent tree, so then it's permitted. Also, but If you could say the extended vine is very weak, and it's clearly not going to draw its main sustenance and nourishment from the original tree, so then it's for, prohibited, then it's forbidden, then we treat it like Arla. Meaning to say that just because you have an original tree that's been planted for 20 years, eventually you have to come around to recognize if you layer it long enough and you do enough grafting, it's no longer drawing sustenance to the original tree, even if you can trace the maize all the way back there. Lastly, if you have a layer branch that you severed from the old tree and it's full of non-Arla fruit, meaning to say as follows, just think of the timeline, you have a tree that's 10 years old, and then you layer that tree into the ground. So now you have a new shoot that emerges from the ground that's drawing sustenance from the original tree. So it's not considered Arla because it's also considered 10 years old, even though it's going through the ground and it's newly rooted. Again, because it's still attached to the original tree, and that produces fruit as well. Those fruits are totally mutter. They're permitted because those fruits are looked at as if they're from a 10-year-old tree. However, what happens if you then go ahead and sever that branch, which is what they normally did after the tree is rooted in the ground enough to sever it? Well, now you have a brand new tree with old fruit on it. So those fruit are, in fact, permitted because they grew and the tree was not considered Arla. However, Hosef, Masayim, Osir but once the tree grows 200th more so then we say that new the new growth is in fact law. it's no longer enough to nulli- it's not to be nullified into the old fruit and then it all becomes prohibited i wish you all a wonderful day